vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. Hello from the Southwest, me babbers. Hello, everybody. Episode 24. Here we go. 24. Coming to, to the good old 20, 25 years of age. It wasn't yeah. a long ago. We were 21. Yeah. Look, I got, I got a little apology to make to all the listeners and viewers. Um, I was a bit AWOL last week, so you had to do a bit of... We, you, did like, you, did the, you did a BBC thing last week, didn't you? You did a repeat. <laughs> We did. Unfortunately, it probably wasn't quite as exciting as, you know, Faulty Towers again or, uh, you know, one of the other great uh, programmes. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, you had to put up with me again interviewing, but interviewing the lovely Janelle um, about that motivation piece. And I think from what has happened over the weekend, I, I think uh, that motivation piece is more important than ever. What, what's happened over the weekend then? What's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? That blonde-haired bloke, he done made another announcement, hasn't he? Oh, not so again. I think this. I think we'll take the opportunity to warble for 15 minutes about what's been going on there and, and you know, impact in terms of this new lockdown. Lockdown 2.0, as it's being called, and uh, what we need to consider when it comes down to our customers and our clients and how we can keep interacting with and keep the connection there. I think that's what we'll have a quick warble about. So um, you know what your thoughts when it all happened kicked off then, right? Yeah, but we started doing these, didn't we, when lockdown 1.0 started? We're still here, we're still here for the, we're sort of, this is like, this could be R&R &R part de. Oh, but I, the, it's like, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, first blood, part yeah. de. Oh, who's Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Adrian, that's the wrong film, or Rocky. Oh, well. It was Rocky, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, so lockdown, well, um... Yeah, I got all a bit depressed on Saturday. I was a bit like, mm. and I had to have a little word to myself, like, you know, come on, <laughs> shake yourself together, pull yourself, pull your bootstraps up, you know. It's, yep. There's people, unfortunately, you know, the the cases are running uh, running wild, aren't there? And that, you know, there are there are people that unfortunately, are, again, are losing losing their lives very sadly. And you know, I guess a lot along with you, Rich, we pass on all our condolences to anybody that's been affected by this mm. from a medical perspective. But I think from a business perspective, um, th there's a couple of things that, that I want your view on. So the first one is, I kind of am viewing this as maybe not as traumatic as the first lockdown. And the reason I say that is because um, we've kind of been through three months of lockdown and we didn't really know, did we, what the impact was going to be. And we all got through that. And... Um, we've come out the other end of it and, and I and, and the second thing that I want to say because I've spoken to quite a few business people in the last 24 40 hours I think there is a genuine um a genuine view that whilst everyone is disappointed that we're back in this position um there is almost a resignation to the fact that we've been here before we know what to do we're going to crack on um 
and you know we, we do have a bit more clarity so for example um the property market can still continue you can still view a house you can still get a good service from an estate agent if you're letting or you're buying which is great news which in fact in turn will help the legal industry out um so i think there are there are elements of um the the, the b2b part of the economy that will continue um but i do really feel for uh i suppose for all of the 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 the, the, the hospitality businesses and the retail shops that are now at the most critical time of the year uh having, <laughs> yeah. having to close again and, and that and that must be if you, if you own that type of business it must be completely soul-destroying and again my my heartfelt thoughts are, are with you all um but this is the time this is the time if you're in one of those businesses and even if you're not you know how you communicate what your online offering is going to look like how you're going to continue to interact with your customers is the is is the bit where we want to help and say look all is not lost you know think about reversing the client journey think about uh the traditional way of doing things in november doesn't exist so how do you how do i create an innovative way to get my products and my services uh to my customers at what is a very important time of the year absolutely totally agree i think it's it's an uh, opportune moment for everybody and it may not seem it at the time and we'll recognize that you know we the the covid coaster rolls on one minute we're okay, next minute we're not. We do need to recognise that, absolutely. First thing you've got to do, because we've spoken about employees and engagement and making sure we're all in the right place to make a difference. When we've got that right and we're, when we're sort of moving on, it, it is a massively a great opportunity to continue gathering insight and understanding what this in, uh, these changes, uh, the impact of these changes is having on our customers and our clients. Um, the one thing that Anna, you, you may well be able to sort of recognize is the one thing I always remember is having met a number of conversations when, when things were normal, when have they ever been normal? Who knows? But before this and having conversations with businesses about when's the right time to make a mystery phone call or when's the right time to send a survey out or when's the, the right time. Absolutely. You've got to consider in comparison to everything else you're doing. But the one thing we can't do is get is, is say, this isn't the right time. I've got this. We're not going to do anything. Okay? It's the worst thing we can possibly do at the moment. We know that we've got to continue understanding and asking questions, because if we don't ask questions, we don't get the answers that we need to make the right decisions about our businesses. Is it the right time to continue pushing something completely different than you? Is it the right time to actually change, only change slightly what we're offering? And the only way we know that is by asking our customers and our clients, gathering the insight that enables us to make decisions as business owners, leaders, whatever you want to be. So it's, it's now is still a good time to do stuff. Uh, that's my technical uh, version of it. I don't know what you think about that one. Yeah, I, you, you couldn't agree more. You know, the, the reality of the situation that everyone finds themselves in, we're recording this on, um, on the Tuesday, uh, Tuesday the, the third. The, 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 um and you know not not only are we recording this on the third this will go out on the uh on friday the the sixth and we will be a few more days <clears> into this but the point i want to make around insight is uh you will make much better informed decisions if you understand what the expectations are 
of your audience. Uh, and in this particular incident, you know, if you if you have a physical premises, there will, of course, be all of the support that the government are putting into place financially. And again, I was having another conversation with um, with a peer earlier today and and their words to me were, look, Ryan, you know, financially, um, thankfully, I'm in a reasonably good position because I've been really careful throughout all of this crisis. But actually, for me now, um, not only is it about thinking how I service my current clients in lockdown, but it's also thinking about how do I service them then in December and what does my plan look like in January? Because, you know, we will at some point, and, and you know, the, the situation we're in is extremely fast moving. You've got um, the announcement from the government that they are putting mass testing into Liverpool as a trial. So if that works, we're probably not that many weeks or months away of that being a national uh, solution perhaps to some of the challenges that we have around track and trace and all that other kind of um, difficult stuff that the government are trying to put in place. So, you know, the situation could change on a sixpence in the other direction as well, where the economy opens, opens perhaps further than it was when we, when we came into this second lockdown. So I think in business, you know, there are naturally people that are glass half full and those that are naturally glass half empty and, and, and both have a massive, uh, both opinions are, are equally as important because mm. uh, it, it enables you to make a really structured strategy view. But why am I talking about that? You can only make that strategy view to your point if you know what your customers are expecting, if you're communicating with them. Um, one of the first things we talked about, Rich, you probably remember when we started recording these way back in March was um, the, the get in, get it, get out. Mantra. Mm. You know, how do you get into your brand? Uh, how do you get it and buy what you're trying to sell? And then how do you get out and that get out and that purchasing point be really positive? And, and that, again, you know, I make no apology for, for repeating that because, you know, if you just work on those three clear uh, touch points of the customer journey, uh, then you won't go far wrong. And I, I'm really delighted we've got almost 15 minutes into this conversation and we haven't mentioned the P word because I think... <laughs> think people are genuinely i think well the know, people were the p word being people the, yeah absolutely <laughs> people people are uh, very aware that they've got to change how they react to situations um and, and do that in in a in a way that is um collectively quick but takes their people and their customers with them so mm. they understand how to continue to access that yeah. um yeah i think it's a really uh, it's a really interesting point as well in terms of that insight piece and what it gives us, because I think the interesting one was, and, and the point you made earlier is, you know, we're going into lockdown 2.0. We're a little bit more comfortable, confident with with what's going on as business owners, so on and so forth. Are our customers, are our clients still in the same frame of mind? This has been going along, has been going along. People are getting used to things. Some people aren't. So that's the other thing is, is, is this heightening people's lack of confidence? If, if that's a poor use of words, but are, are, are people less confident now about interacting with business? Okay. We don't know because, you know, we need to, because everything's changing so quickly, we've got to ask the questions. Some people are going to be very confident. So actually they want you to be open. They want you to stay open. Now, obviously guidelines, government guidelines for certain areas, they can't and, that's fair enough. But how else can you 
enable your clients to keep in contact with you and vice versa. So those, you mentioned the sort of the journey, client, the journey of customer journey mapping is probably more important than it's ever been. Mm. Sitting back and thinking, how are our clients, our customers interacting with us? What is their first point of contact now? Chances are over the next month, guess what it's going to be on the telephone or via some form of digital access point. How good is your digital access point? Are your emails disappearing into a spam folder and you never picking them up? Uh, are you answering the phone in a short shrift because you're busy and you're stressed? Are you taking details to enable you to get back to people? All of these things seem logical. And of course, everybody, yeah, yeah, of course we do them. I don't know about you, as a customer, over the last few weeks, last few months, people have got back into the swing of things, have become very comfortable, and almost that service level has dropped again. And if we go through the next lockdown with it at the low levels again, you know, customers are not going to be happy. They're not going to be hanging around, that's it's, for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. And just, 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 just building on that, something shot through my head listening to you then, which was, we, we've done this already, right? We did it back in March. So dust down the plan you had in March uh, and look at what worked and what didn't work. Because, mm. okay? um, you you know, all good businesses will have done a review. And the, 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 three, the three tips that I would want to leave people with, from my perspective, Rich, today is thinking about that plan before. What would you stop doing in that plan that didn't work, right? So you tried it, it didn't work. It, you know, it might have been a bit of a disaster. That's fine. You had to go. What do you want to start doing that you need to do now because things are changing and uh, there may be some stuff you missed in the last plan that you think, oh, if, if this ever happened again, this is what I would start doing. Uh, and that might be simply like, you know, I didn't have an online offering or I wasn't doing home delivery or I wasn't, I didn't change my restaurant into a, a takeaway, but I've got the opportunity to do that now. And then what do I want to continue doing? So what is great about my brand that actually my customers value, and you'll only know that if you ask them, to your point, um, is, you know, what do I continue doing? So what what is it that I've got to keep doing to keep my customers engaged, that they love about my business, that I need to find perhaps a different way of, of, of providing that solution for them? So I use this a lot with my clients. Stop, start, continue. Stop doing the stuff that doesn't add value. Start doing the stuff that you know is going to make a difference and continue doing the stuff that your customers value. And you really won't go far wrong. Perfect. Well, I, I tell you what, you can't get much better way of summarizing the conversation there. Brilliant. I, th I think that's a, that's a great point to take away. Let's take a moment, think about what's happened. How can we take those great things, make them work harder for us? And we will get through this and uh, uh, we will come out the other side and we'll get to the end of the year and then we can start thinking. And I think this is something we're going to be looking at in the next couple of warbles we have about planning for next year as well. So looking forward yeah. as well. So, we are but ne yeah. next week um next week i'm interviewing um a, a really oh really... hello news to me nice of you to yeah. let me know uh, yeah I, uh, yeah i'm, I'm going to interview this person called uh she's called margaret oscar she okay. is uh she's an engagement specialist and margaret's going to be talking we're going to be asking margaret about how in her, she's got vast experience working for for businesses like um tate and lyle sugar people um and um some uh, big a couple of big local authorities she's worked for how do you continue to engage and communicate and uh, drive your team to stay engaged uh, in, in difficult times? So Margaret's going to 
give us the benefit of of her of, of her experience so perfect being her next next monday um and then we'll uh, see what she's got to say and then yeah the following week we're doing planning for 2021 aren't we yeah that's it it's all about the planning piece now getting to the back end of the year let's make 2021 great again oh that sounds familiar that's a what a great strap line yeah which it's tuesday it's the uh, there's a nice little election going on in another part of the world that'd be interesting to see what happens by that uh, yeah. I don't, let's make, not make no guesses. Uh, we'll, we'll stick to what we're doing down here in the West Country and just crack on, shall we? Yeah, perhaps we should send the winner a pint of cider. <laughs> here, get here. a old grumble belly. That'll keep you happy, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've been Rich Knight. And I've been Ryan Huxley. Have a great week, guys. Cheers. If you're looking for a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep, I have just the one. Resolve to help protect your identity with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. And if you have a problem, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but help keep what's yours, yours, by resolving to protect your identity. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com aware.